Hello everyone and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban, I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the beautiful Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast anytime, come and join us as we meet together and share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. More details are available on our website which is www.refinerylife.org. We hope you enjoy this message and that you really get a touch from God today. One of the greatest tragedies of life is the inability or the neglect of a father to pass on to his children the benefits of his experience. Fathers must instruct, they must warn, and they must encourage their children. And for the next little while, on Wednesday evenings, the messages will be from John's first epistle and are titled, The Counsel of a Spiritual Father to His Children. And today we're discussing counterfeit Christianity again and its results. The text we'll concentrate on is 1 John 2.19 that says, They went out from us, seeming at first to be Christians, but they were not really of us because they were not truly born again and spiritually transformed. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out teaching false doctrine, so that they would be clearly shown that they were none of them were of us. The scripture reading that we'll work through is 1 John 2, 18-23. It says, Children, it is the last hour of the end of this age, and just as you heard that the Antichrist is coming, the one who will oppress Christ and attempt to replace him, even now... Many antichrists or false teachers have appeared, which confirms our belief that this is the last hour. Verse 19, they went out from us, seeming at first to be Christians, but they were not really of us, because they were not truly born again and spiritually transformed. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out teaching a false doctrine, so that it would clearly be shown that none of them are of us. Verse 20. But have you but you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because he teaches us. He illuminates our minds and guards us from error. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it. And because no lie, nothing false, no deception is of the truth. Who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed? This is the Antichrist, the enemy and the antagonist of Christ, the one who denies and consistently refuses to acknowledge the Father and the Son. Verse 23, whoever denies and repudiates the Son does not have the Father. The one who confesses and acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Advertisers use newspapers and magazines and billboards and radio and television and the internet and especially these days social media to increase their share of the market by showing the superiority of their products over this of their competitors. And in a sense, this is what John did in the latter part of 1 John 2. As we discovered last week, stating, starting at verse 15, John referred to false religions or counterfeit Christianity. He had already identified the parts of a false religion, showing how the very love of God is counterfeited. 
And now beginning at verse 18, John was holding up a brand or a denomination or whatever you'd like to call it and exposing its inferiority to real Christianity. He also described those who promote such sinister deception. The enemy is plainly revealed before the church in 1 John 2, 18-19. And Paul warned in 2 Thessalonians that the man of sin, the Antichrist, of who John spoke, would be revealed in the last days. That's in verses 2, 3-12. And probably this is what John was referring to in verse 18. But in case the readers think that there will be no systemic oppression until that time, John said, even now... Many antichrists or false teachers have appeared, which confirms our belief that it is the last hour. In other words, John meant that those with the spirit of the antichrist were already at work in the world, and let me assure you, at work in the church. In verse 19, John was painfully explicit in regard to those pretenders. He revealed that they hold membership in the church. They go through the motions of worship, and participate in church events. But theirs is the spirit of Judas Iscariot, who was so deceptive in his role as a disciple that none of the other 11 disciples suspected that he was an enemy of Christ until the night before the crucifixion. The time had come for those impostors to separate themselves physically from the church because they were never part of the body spiritually. We see it in our own church. We see it at the refinery. People will come along, but they're not part of the church. They don't want to be part of the church. They want to do their own thing. They want to push their own agenda. And when that doesn't work, they soon leave again. At some point, these false teachers had given their intellectual assent to the Lordship of Christ, but their hearts had never confirmed their profession. These people were apostates. They were unbelievers who had mentally adopted the doctrines of the Christian faith, but had never been united to the church by a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. John said they were not of us in verse 19. Their source was not in the body of Christ, which is composed of a true believers only. Disciples are reminded of who they are and what they possess in 1 John 2.20-21. John reminded believers in 1 John 2.20, You have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted, and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because He teaches us. He illuminates our minds and guards us from error. He was elaborating on a certain ministry of the Holy Spirit, that of enlightening believers concerning the meaning of God's Word. John was basically saying, As for you... As opposed to antichrists, you are anointed by the Holy Spirit and you know the truth. In verse 21, John merely expanded on what he had just said. This was his purpose in writing, not to instruct the ignorant, but to remind believers of what they already knew. The traitor is identified clearly and unmistakably in 1 John 22-23. And the Bible teaches that Satan is the father of lies in John 8, 44. His approach is always based on what is false and misleading. The greatest lie Satan has ever perpetuated is that Jesus is not the Christ. 
He tries to separate this lie, or spread this lie, sorry, in many ways. In our day, he takes the intellectual, rational approach, denying the virgin birth of Christ. But what about these blessed names, Jesus and Christ? The name Jesus comes from a Hebrew word, Yeshua, which means Jehovah saves, and proclaims the deity, humanity, and vicarious atonement of our Saviour. Christ means the anointed one and is translated from the Hebrew word which we get Messiah. Jesus was anointed by the Father and designated as Saviour. He was the acceptable sacrifice for the sins of the world. As we finish up today, let's look at what are the results of, of counterfeit Christianity. The denial that Jesus is the God-man, born of a virgin, who was crucified for our sins and rose on the third day to overcome death. Those who deny these basic cardinal truths about Jesus have a counterfeit religion. Those who don't follow the word of God and what the Bible says have a counterfeit religion. I really want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word, or worse still, not going to church at all and just watching different preachers on YouTube or podcasts or whatever it might be. When you spend time with God and you spend time with the fellowship, your life will change in amazing ways because our God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him and he can make you whole, spirit, soul and body. And you're important to God, you know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises to you, directly to you. You don't need to listen to these false teachers. You don't need a so-called prophet to come along and say, I've got a word from you, for you from God. He will reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about, whatever you need prayer for, we want to be there for you. And even if you want to say hi, you can just contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.